With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. I want to share the word with you from Reverend Ike's study guide. Now, I want to call your attention to the subject addressed on page 20. And the... The subject is define and declare. Now let's read the scripture for this lesson. I like to read the text. And those of you who have not heard me speak before, this is not an intellectual exercise. And I do a lot of purposeful repetition. Why? Because that is the way the subconscious learns, by repetition. How do you think you learned to be sick? Sickness is something that mankind, mindkind, had to learn. Because when God created you and God got through with you, He said it is good and very good. Also, sin is something that man had to learn. Poverty had to be learned. And how do people get into all of these situations and circumstances today? Because they hear the same thing repeated again and again and again. That is why we use affirmations here. What the mind hears continually it will begin to believe and to act upon. The scripture that I'm going to read with you is Ephesians, the third chapter, the 20th verse. I love that scripture that says, He sent His Word and healed them and delivered them from all their destructions. Listen to that. How did He do it? He sent His Word and healed them and delivered them from all their destructions. I don't know whether Bishop Xavier is going to tell you this or not, so I'll tell him, because it makes me think of something. A couple of weeks ago, he was driving his Escalante through the canyon in Malibu. And I've started it now. Come on down here. A coyote jumped out in front of him. It just appeared in front of the car all of a sudden, and uh, I didn't have time to think or anything, so... I swerved to get out of the way, and immediately that big top-heavy SUV began careening back and forth, skidding to the side, and I could not get back in control of the thing. It just went right out of control, and it just all happened so quickly in a heartbeat. I was able to get it straight again, but then it swerved off the road, hit an embankment, and as I hit the embankment, the force was transferred, and I started to roll. And just as I started to roll, I stated, harm to none. And the car began to roll. Rolled over once, boom. Rolled over twice, boom. Car righted itself. And I'm sitting there thinking, I don't believe I just crashed and rolled in my car. (laughs) And I'm taking inventory. Everything is there. Everything feels fine. Feels good. And so I climbed out the window because the door would not open. But I think what you're getting at with being definite with the word, be it define and declare. The scariest thing about being in control of that car is that I did not know in my conscious mind whether I was going to get badly messed up or not. But during the whole thing, I felt the part of me that knew, holding the intention and making the statement that I'm not going to be messed up here. I'm not going to have this as an opportunity to get broken and battered. And when I hit the embankment and began to roll, that was was the most frightening part, not knowing whether I was going to go over the edge. When the car started turning, it's as if all of the intention inside me to not be harmed came out. And harm to none, that was what I defined and declared, and indeed I wasn't harmed. What, What were those words you said as the car began to spin out of control? Harm to none. Harm to none. Catch these words, people. You never know when you may need to. That's harm something. to none. What does that harm mean? Harm to none. It means harm to none. Let no one be injured. Let no one be hurt. 
by the actions, by the occurrences that are taking place. And I've spoken these words to you before in the context of when we're programming for what we want, when we're defining and declaring, you know, the work we've done together with meditation and visualization, what have you. Whenever you want to create something, whenever you want to manifest something, it's always important with your programming to add the words, this or better, meaning that there's room for something better than what I can envision right now, to let it drop in, and with harm to none, meaning that I don't want anybody to be harmed by my creation. I don't want anybody to be harmed in order to have what I want. Now you hold that intention. When there's something good that we desire, we don't go about trying to take it from other people or to harm someone in order to have what we want or my benefit should not come at anyone else's expense. And I believe you also told me when you, when you called me on the phone that when you saw those eyes glaring at you in the dock, you didn't know whether it was a person or not. That's why you swerved. Right. That was the thing. It just appeared so quickly in front of the car. I just said, oh God, don't let that be a person because it looks like I'm going to hit it. But I swerved out of the way because I, I didn't want to harm whatever was in front of the, the vehicle. And the thing hit an embankment and rolled over twice. And you crawled out without a scratch. A minor scratch. but <laughs> <laughs> No harm done, certainly. No harm done. And, you know, all in all, it was a pretty cushy roll, I must say. <laughs> well, like an amusement park ride. <laughs> but at the time, it wasn't that much fun. <laughs> and I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> all right. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from all their destructions. It's good to know how to get a hold of the Word. Thank you, son. We'll hear from you later. Define and declare. The stuff works if you work with it, you see. Ephesians 3.20. He is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all. Boy, I love God. God is just the God of superlatives. You know, I get joy out of just reading it. Come on, let's start it again. And let's change the pronoun to noun. God is able. God in me is able. God in me. On me. Through me. As me. For me. God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. Define and declare. Now, in life, you have to define and declare what you want to be, to do, and to have. Because if you don't, they, the world, will take a hold of your self-definition. Reverend Ike said some years ago these words, and I love these words. I am not other people's opinions. When you learn that, that liberates you. Sets you free from what people think about you. Now, whatever you think about me, that's your opinion. But I'm not your opinion. I am God's opinion. Shout that three times. I am God's opinion. I am God's opinion. I am God's opinion. I'm not even the opinion of my ego. I am God's opinion. Have you ever read God's opinion of you? When God got through making you, what did God say? As a matter of fact, you know, a lot of planning went into you. A lot of divine planning. Why should you come along and mess it up? And Elohim said, Let us make man in our own image and in our likeness. That's what God said. That's what Elohim said. And you think you were just made helter-skelter. There's a conference about you in the councils of heaven. Let us make a manifestation of God. That's something to tell you. God had nothing to make you out of but God. Now, that's why I take issue with the theologians in this business of original sin. That is one of the biggest lies ever perpetrated on mankind. 
Sin is not original. Righteousness is original. After I'd been out of the cemetery, I mean seminary, for 18 years, I met my, one of my professors, and he says, you know, I hear about those doctrines you're preaching. He said, but what about the doctrine of original sin? I said, Dr. So-and-so, you know very well that man is not an original sinner. There's nothing original about sin. Righteousness is original. Original sin is the theologian's opinion. But I'm not the theologian's opinion. See, you need to learn this. My daughter-in-law was singing at a whole life expo. She told me something very interesting. And somebody found out that she was Reverend Ike's daughter-in-law. They began to ask her about Reverend Ike, spout some of the opinions. What was it? You know, I'm not embarrassed. That's one of my gifts. You can't tell enough lies on me to embarrass me and get my money. Uh-uh. <laughs> what did they say? There was this uh, gentleman that was singing there, and he'd watched me perform, and he walked up to me, and Reverend Mrs. Ike was there. And she, somehow it came up that I was your daughter-in-law, and there she, you were, she's your wife. <laughs> he said, oh, the Reverend Ike that had that scam scheme, whatever he called it, but he said that he was involved in, came to the church, gave money to the church, and then apparently the church was going to return back gazillions in a very short amount of time, called investing in the church. And I said, well, you know, I don't ever recall hearing anything about that. I'm going to ask about it. So I asked Dad about it yesterday, and of course he said, no, there's never been anything like that. And, no, did and you say you was, said the IRS? Yeah, I was also saying, well, didn't the IRS come in and they busted him, and it was terrible, and he went to jail, and, you know, on and on and on. That kind of thing, and I'm like, mm -mm. well, I happen to know that the IRS has never found anything in the church or any of its affiliated organizations. That's what happened. I am not other people's opinions. Let's hear it. I am not other people's opinions. See, if I didn't know that, maybe that would bother me. So far, I wouldn't brag about it too much, but so far, I've never been in jail and have no aspirations. But... I'm not other people's opinions. I'm God's opinion. See, you've got to know that. And after God created man and created the whole world and everything, the Bible says that God looked at what he had done and what he had made and said what? It is good and very good. And another thing, even if you're a perfect mess, and I want to ask you a question while we're talking about this subject. And I want you to write it down, and I want you to think about it. Where do you get your self-definition? And by the way, to backtrack just a little, do you know if you worry about what people say about you, you've got trouble. Do you worry about what other people think about you? Now, God is not through with me yet, but that's one of my strong graces. When you know who you are, what other people think, other people's opinions won't bother you. If you worry about what other people think and what other people say, you must not be sure about yourself. Let me hear you say, I know who I am in God. And I know who God is in me. See, I know my own heart. I know my own integrity. I know my own honesty. Matter of fact, I'm at the point when I hear stuff like that, I laugh about it. It's my joke. In one of the Psalms it says, He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. He shall mock them to derision. Oh, did you hear what they said about you? <laughs> Isn't that funny? Liberace and George had the answer. Liberace, did you? Many people wonder where my secret lies. I'm not cute or built to suit a fashion model size. When I start to tell them, they think I'm telling lies. I say, it's in the reach of my arms, the span of my hips, the stride of my step, the curl of my lips. I'm a woman, phenomenally. I walk into a room just as cool as you please, and to a man the fellows stand or fall down on their knees. Then they swarm around me, a hive of honeybees. I say, it's the fire in my eyes the flash of my teeth, the swing in my waist, the joy in my feet. I'm a woman, phenomenally. Men themselves have wondered what they see in me. They try so much, 
but they can't touch my inner mystery. When I try to show them, they say they still can't see. I say, it's in the arch of my back, the sun of my smile, the ride of my breasts, the grace of my style. I'm a woman, phenomenally. Now you understand just why my head's not bowed. I don't shout or jump about or have to talk real loud. When you see me passing, it ought to make you proud. I say it's in the click of my heels, the bend of my hair, the palms of my hands, the need for my care, because I'm a woman, phenomenally. It's time for Jessica and Tasia on Hindsight Radio. Tasia. Looks like the sound is good. Over. Good to go. We were on Blog Talk Radio. We were mute the entire time. So you could hear it from there. Sorry, testing live. You wouldn't hear it from there. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry about that, you guys. Um, anyway, hope everyone's having a good week. My week has been fine. Can't complain. Actually, I'll tell you what I'm most thankful for is the rain because of gardening. So when you become a gardener, you are, you don't take rain for granted mm-hmm. because, for one, you don't have to water your garden because, you know, but it's the season for, like, spring is the season for when um, you plant and then that's when your crops need all the water that they can get. And so, I mean, Mother Nature is helping us out drastically. Um, it's when you start gardening late, like I did last year, is when it's drier, it was mm-hmm. summer. It wasn't too late to start a garden, so don't think that. But I didn't have as much help from Mother Nature, so I made sure I wasn't missing out this year. And so by the time it gets dry and things like that, I will have my harvest. And I'll be on to the next, you know. So that's the plan, and I set consistent. And yeah, you know, it won't be such a hassle for me to get out there and water the garden and things like that. You still have to check on the soil. Mm-hmm. You don't want it to get too dry when you're first trying to get your seeds to germinate. Me, I'm thankful for the rain. What about you? Yeah. How about your week? It's been all right. Uh, just really been learning more about myself. Never, <laughs> you never really did. I don't know. It's always a journey for me, at least. I can say and speak for myself. Yeah, I think for everyone else, if you think about it, I mean, it should be. You're always growing, you're always evolving, or you're always going through something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I could like, honestly say that person I was last year is different from who I am right now. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a good thing to always progress and always strip it better, you know. So mm-hmm. when your mindset changes, things change around you and you elevate. So yeah, I can't, I can't complain, even though it might be challenging it sometimes, but mm-hmm. growth is challenging, um, and situations happen to where you're being either pulled to grow or just actually face that challenge mm-hmm. or make it through that, uh, whatever difficulty is going through. So. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to jump right in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. So, oh, I feel like, huh? Well, that's cool. 
okay. So um, I want to say happy Mother's Day because that's coming up. That's why it was Paige's idea to come up and explain um, The Mama Woman by Maya Angelou. Dr. Maya Angelou. Doctor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we want to get that right. So, um, yeah, so happy Mother's Day to all the mothers and whether you are a biological mother or not, happy Mother's Day because a lot of people play different roles. We are mothers mm-hmm. to people that are not our own. So, or you can be a mother to your pet or your plants. Hey, <laughs> if you're a natural nurturer, just because you don't have any biological children does not mean you're not motherly or have it in you to be a mother. Mm-hmm. You can mother in different ways. We all need everybody. So, yeah. So, anyway, um, I'll just talk about some things that came up this week that I just wanted to discuss a little bit. Um, I'm not sure how true this is, but now they're talking about there's going to be, there is a chicken shortage, specifically chicken wings. To me, that's just chicken. Um, we know, we heard about food shortages last year, and I know a lot of people are probably like, oh, well, you know, we didn't see that. But, I mean, we saw it, but we may not have seen it as drastically mm-hmm. as, I think, doomsday type preppers will make you feel, but it still affects us. And I try to give the example in the beginning of our of doing the show before, like when we even had our friend Octavia on, is that, um, or after that, I think, because she had told me two years ago to stock up on cans and um, like on canned vegetables and things like that because the um, Farmers didn't get good crops that mm-hmm. year. And it's something that didn't affect us right away. It affected us a year or two later. I mean, it was hard to find what you needed, even last year. So it's not a bad idea for you to keep pressing. I mean, especially they're talking about the meat. And then I also came across something that was about the meat in general. So... I mean, if you can, you want to stop up on what you can before they start making all this, you know. Um, and it's going to be in your big store. So if you know how to can yet, if you have not, please do so. Um, preserve your food. You know, don't rely on the grocery store for everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're, you don't have to have a big garden to start gardening. I'm glad I started with a little bit that I started with last year. I just had, I planted, I couldn't even find any seeds, a variety of seeds. Mm -hmm. I planted squash, green beans, no, green, squash, zucchini, some things that I just honestly wasn't going to really eat, especially that squash. I was Mm -hmm. like, what is this going to be? And I don't mean like, not just any squash. It was, it was a particular squash. Maybe it was a butternut squash. Zucchini and squash are too. So, but anyway, the only thing that came up that year was um, my green, and it was a harvest. So, I'm glad I started there, though, because it helped me, prepare me for this year to go bigger, mm-hmm. you know. So, anyway, it's never too late. Just like mm-hmm. my friend said, because last year, I was like, Octavia, is this, this too late to start a garden? Because I didn't think about it. And something was calling me to do it, pulling me to doing that. And um, she was like, no, it's never too late. And I started looking up things. How do you, what do you plant in the summertime? You know, she was telling me, she was like, this is the perfect time for you to start everything I named, you know. So. Yeah, because in the fall you get your harvest, right? Mm-hmm. So you can can all that stuff, too. Yeah, like, you really did. Like, you actually built your grapes mm-hmm. this year. You cut a net over it. Yeah, made a little archway. Now I got that for me, too. This uh, melanated family, what are they called? The Growing Network or something. He has some tips. I was like, I need that net in my life. So I'm glad because I needed something like so I was able to build these arches with the net over it. My idea, but I had my fiance install the PVC pipe for it because hey, he could do it for me. Yeah, you have the vision and. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
But I did do the raised bed by myself, and it was hard work, ladies. We have to do what we got to do out here. But let me tell you, I was wore out. And the only reason why my fiance didn't help me was because he was working. And I mean, I would have helped you too, but I was really working. And I'm one of those people, when I want something done, I want it done. Do it, especially when there's a pull. So there was a whole pub of get this done now. So even going to the store to get all that stuff, get the bricks and the Four by fours. I'm in there like, y'all got this, y'all got this. They're like, oh, that's a four by four. I'm like, okay, like whatever fits inside this brick. <laughs> it was like that. And then I'm oh, trying to haul all of that, including the soil, huge bulk size soil. It wasn't fun. I mean, and going back and forth of not knowing what to get what or you need it. Huh, people not knowing what I need, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, got it done. Mm-hmm. Came home. I didn't do it right away. Cause loading the car and unloading it was a piece of work. But then, yeah, so I'm proud that I could say I built my race there. So let me tell you something not too prideful because had my fiance been able to do it for me or help me, anybody, Tasia, somebody could help me, then I would have been happy with that. <laughs> But, you know, so, yeah, the PVC pipe, that's the easy part. And that's the easy part, too. <laughs> so, but anyway, yeah, you did a good job. You're doing a good job on that. Um, <laughs> you just never know when you'll need these skills. So I'm just saying, if you ever have these desires, if you're going to start somewhere, you can start with your cups at home, get some dirt, get a little girl kid. We started, so we had the girl kids from last year. We had the children from this year. Um, it, it gets to a point, though, you don't want to do more, bite off more than you can chew, because mm-hmm. I had all these little seedlings, and uh, they did not survive inside the house. I think I need to get a greenhouse, but, like, if you start, you'll be able to grow and learn, so I'm learning a lot as well, but I also have a lot of homemade plants. You want to show them that plant? Y'all, we are on YouTube Live if you are on Blog listening to us. This, this is a small one, but, um, yeah, I have one that's bigger than this. I have actually a couple, but these are from Pineapple Heads. I call them Pineapple Heads. But, yeah, from the top of the pineapples. Why is it looking like that? Why is it looking? Because it's green. Oh, I don't know why it's Anyway, DIY plants, and so I'm not doing any of those this year. I have such a good outcome with growing those pineapple um, because, I mean, when I found out, you can really, I mean, there's life everywhere. You can just, I mean, just because you eat something, I mean, they have seeds, and it's like a whole plant on top of a pineapple. You can just peel that thing back, put it in some dirt, water it from the top, from into the middle. Oh, wow. I had so many. I was thinking, like, I can sell these after a while. They were doing yeah. so good. I did finally find a root in one of them, and I was just preserving them by holding them in water. And then I was like, let me prepare these the way I should, wrap them up with paper towels. And then I come across the one that had a root. I was so ecstatic about it. And I was just like, oh, let me help it out and peel back some of the skin off of the seed, and then the thing split. Not the root, but the seed, like a piece of it came off that was in between the roots. So I was I just cried. Like, that's so bad. I was like, dang, I finally get a, a root. And so I still planted it anyway. I put it together and planted it. Hopefully it becomes a plant. I want to, I really want an avocado plant. But um, I'm not going to do any more pineapple plants this year. Although I did have them outside for this on our gazebo mm-hmm. show. And um, I'm, I'm proud of that. That was crazy. I didn't know it would be so great because I had so many of them. 
So <laughs> now I'm like, oh no, we can't do it this year. Maybe I'll start on some people like my mom and then, you know, give them away quicker sooner than they become, you know, bigger. They're easy. They're low maintenance. You know how like a peace lily doesn't need much. Pineapple plants don't need much either, and they don't need a lot of water. So just in case you want to do a little DIY, I call them DIY plants. Never heard anybody say that, but that's, I mean, literally it's a DIY. So if you want some greenery, I want some greenery in the house, and I got it. Plus some. So, yeah. Anyway, I, that was a lot. I was just yeah. That's okay. That was on there. It's been But, so yeah, uh, back to the schedule. I kind of want to, I don't know if you guys listen to or know who Celeste Solomon, but look her up. Look her up on YouTube. Watch some of her videos. She has a website too. I don't know off the top of my head. Go to her YouTube page. Celeste Solomon with a C. And um, she talked, today she put a video out about um, editing food, food editing. So she pulls up articles and things like that of what's happening today and things that we do not read on a day-to-day. She brings them to the forefront for us and um, tries to make you aware of what's going on outside of our norm, like for word, keywords on your ingredients packages on the list of your food packaging, I should say. And um, what got me was, like, she said, like, because of, basically because of what's going on for the pandemic, um, they're going to enrich our food. She didn't say that word, but basically enhance our food with uh, called biofortification. So they're going to biofortify a lot different foods. So I don't know. I'll have to look into it some more. If I find some things, I'll try to remember to come back here and talk about it. Mm-hmm. But for specific key food items, but um, yeah, so they're going to biofortify with different vitamins and minerals. So mm-hmm. particularly vitamin C, vitamin D, and selenium. And what that's going to do is it's going to um, supposed to help us and what we lack, but it's going to raise the cost of your food. Mm-hmm. So, like, probably drastically because it's going to say, oh, this is a innovative, this is your innovative tomato. Mm-hmm. This is your packet of enhanced tomatoes. And therefore, what you used to pay $3 for, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. I don't know that much, but I just want you guys to look into that if you're interested in what's going on with your food. Um, yeah, and another thing that she had mentioned in that video, she was saying, you know, once uh, all this started happening, they did not advise us, there wasn't many people advising us to take our vitamins, the vitamin that we need, the vitamin C. Like the elderberry and these things. We were trying to tell you. Yeah, we were trying to tell you. But, yeah, it wasn't mainstream media. I'm sorry. Mainstream media wasn't putting it out there. Yeah. So, just a setup to have these edited foods. Yeah. Which I don't, that's kind of scary to me. I'll be very cautious with. I mean, it goes to show. Yeah, like. But the thing is, here's the big thing. The restaurants buy this stuff. You still know what's in your food. So it's already in it. But the thing is, people are for it. I'm telling you, people are for GMOs. People are for, they will be for this. They'll be like, oh, shoot, that's that enhanced apple. Let me buy that instead. Mm-hmm. Our I mean, thing is, you can well, get might, that. They might. Make it taste better. I don't know. Whatever. I mean, they make some apples taste better. They inject it with the stuff that tastes like cotton candy and grapes. You're right. Artificially flavored grapes. Right. So, I mean, my thing is, we get the stuff from fruits and vegetables anyway, and we should be eating better. We're not always eating better, but if you're taking supplements, that's fine. It's just kind of weird to enhance it. And then, where is the source of these vitamins and minerals? I mean, I'm not saying 
whatever, do what you want to do. Like I said, people are for GMO foods because they're like, uh-huh, we wouldn't have enough to populate the world. Well, we wouldn't have enough food for the population. And, I mean, that wouldn't be true. Just have more farms. I mean, by taking over the farms, people farm are shutting down. So, I mean, whatever. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe people see the good in it. I know people that see the good in the GMO stuff. Believe me or not. Um, but, you know, and this enhanced foods, like, okay, people are going before that as well. So I just wanted to know that that's what's going on. And if you're for that, be for it. If not, I mean, like, I mean, I didn't ask you to enrich it in any way. I just want it to be natural. I want it to be in the vitamin C if it's in the, in the kale or in the, the orange. I want it to be in the orange for the amount that is, that's already in there by nature. I don't want anything enhanced because I don't know what you're using with mm-hmm. it. So that's me personally. And then I have, I take my vitamin C and my vitamin regularly that's another thing i take that stuff regularly mm-hmm. because we are because we are melanated people we already know we're vitamin d deficient and without a lot going on outside last year we missed a lot we missed out on a lot if you didn't make time to be in the sun i mean we're in the sun we're we're not in the sun enough so i try to at least go out there and let the sun touch me you know from day mm-hmm. to day but technically we should be basking in it for at least 20 minutes, no less. Yeah, I, you know, and I never have been this intentional about being, making sure sunlight hits my skin like mm-hmm. it. Um, even when I wake up in the morning and the sun beams mm-hmm. on my face, it's just, it's just this radiation, it's this feeling that you have like an energizer. Mm-hmm. So, I am getting something from it, and mm-hmm. I never thought about it before until, yeah, I was, I won't say I'm lacking it until you were learning more, so you transitioned into caring about your vitamins and minerals. Yeah. yeah, plus we learned that, you know, they were saying that if you were vitamin D deficient, it was harder for you to even combat the virus in general, so... Why why not try to take a supplement? Actually, mm-hmm. I think you need a lot more. Like, get your levels checked um, and find out how much you actually need because we're lacking. And that is where they're winning. They know. People don't think about it because why? We're walking regular. We don't see anything wrong with us. Mm-hmm. But because we don't see it doesn't mean that there's nothing wrong with us. To be deficient is not good. And, you know, I – spoken that before about like the symptoms and things like that so even in the beginning of the pandemic I mean I was having horrible horrible back back pain and it wasn't because wasn't from anything in particular and then I read that that was one of the side from being vitamin D deficient so started taking it religiously and believe it or not that week I felt better within a couple of couple of days even I was like, really? Was that really because of that? You know what I mean? But you never know. I mean, we are made to be in alignment. Like, we're supposed to have a certain amount. And everybody's different. It's not like, oh, the scale said you're supposed to be above six on here. Mm-hmm. Maybe not for you. Maybe not for me. But, you know, but for majority of us, melanated people, we need vitamin D. So, um, yeah. The intentional, <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's what I have on that. I just want people guys to look into it more. It's a lot going on, and you know, but not to be not to instill any fear or anything like that. Just let's be more proactive and just come up with solutions. Right. I mean, this is all I can do is what my hands can do right now. Um, we should have. I wish I had known more for, I wish I would have been better prepared for this transition. This type of stuff has been out here. This type of thing has been in the works for a while, like the whole strategy of it all. And it's a domino effect. Like, okay, now they're going to, we should hear her talk about the companies that are over this whole project. So it's just like, wow. Everything works together. So, yeah. But we wanted to um, talk a little bit more about what we we just back back on. Yeah, last last week week. just um, 
Sorry, real quick for anybody that was on last week. We were on YouTube Live, and we forgot to unmute ourselves off of Blog Talk Radio. So we apologize for that. I mean, the, the show is over, and I saw that it was muted the whole time. Yeah, Most yeah, types of things. Yeah, but we uploaded the show. So. We did, if you want to, you want to listen to it, you can go back and listen. Yeah, um, that's what happened there, and that's why we wish like somebody would tell us, you know, like we check in or type it in the chat or something if you can't hear anything. Um, yeah, yeah so anyway. cool. I'm thinking um, about what we talked about last weekend about kingdom and things and the duties and what we have to do. Um, what are some characteristics? Um, and one big part of that is leadership. And a lot of times you might see uh, different types of leaders, and um, it's important not to fall into, uh, I don't want to say trap, but to recognize what type of leaders are in front of these platforms. That, uh, oh, as far as leadership, leaders should inspire you. They should be motivation to you. And you should be able to clearly see what they're trying to do, you know, where they're moving, what their purposes are. And as far as in the kingdom, the king takes care of his people. The kingdom is only as strong as the leader is. It is only as strong as the people. And if the king is prospering, the people should as well. Um, If you're a leader, you should be able to teach how to uh, reproduce what you have already done. So, and, and that would expand your kingdom as well. And as a leader, you don't always have to have a title or uh, be in a certain position. As a leader, you can lead yourself. You have to be disciplined in that aspect. And being a leader, one of the main main qualities you should have, you should be able to inspire When you are talking to somebody, you got to make sure that you are leaving them with something about when you have a conversation with somebody and you leave them and they're feeling drained, um, that's not leadership. I know sometimes um, leaders, they will these aren't the kind of leaders that you want to follow, but they might try to manipulate or try to use fear uh, to, get, yeah, to get you to follow them or to do uh, what they want you to do. Uh, to follow that would be the opposite of inspiring and motivating. So I know, I, I mean, are there like some... Um, I have examples. Like, I mean, there's all types of. I mean, that's the first thing that comes to my mind is mm-hmm. leadership. I don't know. Um, I think like you can even use like this. Um, okay, like you like Hitler. Okay. He was scared into people to get them to do what he wanted them to do. Right. You could use that example. Um, but that's the manipulation. Mm-hmm. Manipulation. So um, there are ways, but it's you, as far as being a leader, you have to make sure that your vision is clear. 
just like when you were doing with um, your garden. You can use that example because you knew what you wanted, you could see it, but not, I, I didn't understand what you were saying. You wanted to get a net and stuff, but you made it clear and you gave the necessary steps to make that happen. So, actually, and then it's funny because I did delegate, I sent the instructions over to. Mm-hmm. My fiance and he went and got the things for me. This, uh, yeah, so we didn't start the second project of the garden. Yep, mm-hmm. simple things like that. It's Joe and then we came together and now it's a success. Yeah. Even something as small as that. I think when we think of leadership, we think of brand. Mm-hmm. Like, what is it? Um, from president to, um, what do you call those mega church leaders? Um, Kings and queens. I mean, half the time the kings and queens aren't running it themselves. So it really takes. I mean, they say it takes a village, but it really takes multiple people, multiple levels, whatever from the head supposed to come down. But mm-hmm. sometimes, I mean, it's the people on the bottom that are making it all work. So I guess character. The character, character, you know, they have to have that integrity about them and uh, the confidence in what they're doing and knowing that they know what they're doing for me, other people, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and be sure, like, yeah, just be unsure. Sure. Yeah, so if you call yourself a king or a queen, you have to think about that thing. Are, are you? Think about those things. Are you consistent in certain areas? I know for me, um, I mean, I may have completed a few things, but there are things I have not completed, and I'm looking at myself like, there you go, starting mm-hmm. something, not finishing it, you know, um, and I know that's something I have to work on. But, yeah, that's, um, that's very important as far as uh, actively uh, leading your team and being because. In order to be a leader, people see what you're doing. They they watch you for a while before they lead you. They before they follow you. Yeah. They gotta know what the person is and are they gonna do what they say they're gonna do? Are they true to their word? Sure. So, uh, and then that's how I was in. Um, and I played basketball first, and um, I was more of a um, lead by example leader. So, okay. You have to do what you talk like. You have to be about what you you talk about. So you have to walk the walk. Walk the walk. <laughs> you want to talk the talk, walk the walk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just a little tidbit mm-hmm. um, on that because that, that's um, a, a big part of it and it. You know, there's multiple books that talk about leadership, um, but when it comes down to it, uh, you have to be able to inspire the people that are around you. And I guess, does good leadership mean you have numbers? What does this mean? I think good leadership will mean success rate. So everybody's success looks different, right? So mm-hmm. if you had a team of people that wanted you wanted to help, okay, uh, build your garage or something like that, and you guys accomplish, you, you get the team, you have the plan, you, you know, you have the plan that includes budget and everything, and mm-hmm. then if you guys that was a successful, you know, accomplishment. So that's success right there. And if it was only three people. That's it. But also, like, think of it as, I mean, do things fall through? I know somebody that couldn't finish projects, and I mean major projects, like on the home. So they lack, I mean, now that I think about it, their life, looking at their life, they lack uh, a lot of leadership qualities even in their household, the guy ended up losing his family too. Mm-hmm. But it starts, literally starts within you. 
And so, and technically it starts at home. So home had all these incomplete projects. I mean, for real. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't have been my home. And, I mean, but he was handy. He was crafty. Um, but like I said, all the way to the point where, like, now he doesn't even have his family. So that says a lot, too, about him. So he was lacking some of those traits that you were talking about. Um, so it's just, I mean, still, I mean, I guess, what, are you a king in your own right? But we, like we said, we wanted to, like, last week was more so, like, are you really a king or queen? Like, what makes someone a king or queen? We were talking about literally. But, yeah natural born you are you your star seed or you know you're a king or a queen and you need to find your way so for him there's room to grow all of us all of us yeah. have room to grow so mm-hmm. we're teaching i'm teaching myself too so yeah i mean you gotta evaluate yourself i mean all this stuff it's like aha moments like yeah you know what and then it's okay to give yourself props and whatever you were good at or are good at because you said you're what what did you say? You are a what kind of leader? Uh, I think I said example. <laughs> you are a action kind of leader. <laughs> well, whatever. I don't even know anymore about what I was trying to say because I was really trying to think of what you said. But yeah, so I, I have like it that. you have it in you and. You know, you were you were that. Now it's good. It's good to know that about yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we can't do it all either. If you're trying to run something bigger, just know. I think that's a part of leadership, too. Mm-hmm. Um, being a good leader is getting someone to do what you cannot do. The right it's okay person. to call for help. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think people get this arrogance about themselves that want to do everything by themselves, including all of us have it to an extent. No, I want nobody to say I did, I had help on this. No, you know, or, okay, I could do this by myself. No, I wouldn't be able to say I do it myself. You know, when really you needed help because it took you a year or three years. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I don't know. It takes, I don't know, that pride. That can really get through. That can get in your way. It's about pride and distrust. Can't trust nobody. Okay, so that's another inner issue. What is the root of that? Why do you have trust issues? Get to the root, heal it, and then move on, grow. That's part of the your character evaluation, you got to know some things about yourself, you know, and you can't be ashamed to know it about yourself. You have Mm -hmm. to forgive, whatever it is, forgive it, forgive yourself, forgive the situation and move forward so you can be better. I think we all have to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sometimes it don't feel good, but... (laughs) Pruning, growing, growing, purging, and growing either. But um, yeah, it doesn't always feel good. But you gotta go through it. I mean, what else you wanna do? I know. I was thinking of something. I was like, should I talk about it on the place? Something that I saw you grow in this week when you had a conversation with your. My dad? Yes. Mm-hmm. She just had a conversation, and usually she's good at avoiding things. Yeah, I, I don't like confronting people, situations. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to say that. In the past, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I would avoid situations. I would want to confront. So avoid conflict. And I kind of mm-hmm. had to give her a little pep talk. Well, also, told her that leadership isn't always nice. Mm-hmm. Um, not to, This is why, whatever, this doesn't have to do with that. I wasn't being mean, but but I wanted to get to that point that we didn't talk about earlier, but leadership is not always nice and what you want to hear sometimes for it to help you to grow. Um, but one thing about me is 
sometimes I can identify things in people and with her it wasn't so much oh you're always avoiding it was I have to give her the perspective from the recipient I'm like it may not be as bad as you think but you have to do it because this is a pattern so you can't go through life doing this because what happens the domino effect is going to affect you here here and here because you didn't want to stop it in the beginning so I guess that's what's in her mind, and she did what she had to do, and then what? Everything was fine. wonder where my secret lies. I'm not cute or built to suit a fashion model size. When I start to tell them, they think I'm telling lies. I say, it's in the reach of my arms, the span of my hips, the stride of my step, the curl of my lips. I'm a woman, phenomenally. I walk into a room just as cool as you please, and to a man the fellows stand or fall down on their knees. 
Then they swarm around me, a hive of honeybees. I say, it's the fire in my eyes, the flash of my teeth, the swing in my waist, the joy in my feet. I'm a woman, phenomenally. Men themselves have wondered what they see in me. They try so much, but they can't touch my inner mystery. When I try to show them, they say they still can't see. I say, it's in the arch of my back, the sun of my smile, the ride of my breasts, the grace of my style. I'm a woman, phenomenally. Now you understand just why my head's not bowed. I don't shout or jump about or have to talk real loud. When you see me passing, it ought to make you proud. I say, it's in the click of my heels, the bend of my hair, the palms of my hands, the need for my care, because I'm a woman, phenomenally. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.